0: Let me see how I do this. Para acá. There we go. you know i'm not that um good at all this technical stuff always so hi everyone hi everyone who's joining me now hi darling um as always i'm a multitasker so you know i'm doing this here for you guys on facebook but also you guys here on instagram so if you see my eyes switching back and forth you know what it is <clears throat> hi moonlight crystal love you mambo sandy darling hi to everyone just letting you guys get in i hope that everyone's having an awesome tuesday you know lo <laughs> lolo to all of you guys, you know, here with the Loa, who serve Guinea, and I'm really excited to be here with all of you guys today. Gracias la misericordia, Miller. Gracias la misericordia, lagbara right? I'm really excited to be here with you guys today. Because I'm gonna bring in a little bit of a different topic today than what most people like talk about, and the topic that bilolo, the topic that I want to bring in today is the topic about being a good godchild. We always hear lots about like finding a great godparent being a great godparent, and all of these things about, you know, the godchild's analysis of a godparent. But, rarely do we ever speak about in our traditions, in our ATR traditions, what constitutes being a good godchild, right? Many people who do not come from these backgrounds who have not grown up in these backgrounds you know sometimes some parts of the culture might be unknown to you and it can create cultural differences hey s davis hi nina hi all of you guys and these cultural differences between the atrs and american culture can often create a great deal of distress and problems where they actually don't need to be I have a godson who really um when I first met my godson he told me I was like wow you're really a great godson you know I really love you a lot and he was like well you know I learned about being a great godson because I was taught that in order to be a good parent you have to be a good son and a lot of times in these traditions we don't discuss what it is that's expected of godchildren or what it is that's kind of like culturally expected in these cultures as far as the godparent godchild relationship and Everyone's really quick to go on the bandwagon and have a criticism of godparents or people who, you know, are actually out there doing the work and providing help for people, right? And not so quick to try to become a part. Hi, Hamil Sandra. um, Become a part of our culture, okay? In our culture, when you come involved in the ATRs, Okay, you are becoming a part of a culture. You're becoming a part of a culture that is way bigger than you, right? And when you're becoming a part of the ATRs and you haven't grown up in the ATRs, part of what you're gonna have to learn is how it works culturally in the ATRs, right? Things are very different than how it works in America or in American spirituality, because American spirituality is not very long established and doesn't have very deep, strong roots. And our roots, on the other hand, have a very long time in being built up and being done in a certain way. So a lot of times when people, hi, Alendi, hi, Venus, Um, when people, And if you're on Facebook joining me, like unless you say hi or something, I don't really think I can see you. You know, I'm not too technical savvy. I'm just technical savvy enough, right? So in our cultures of the ATRs, right? It incorporates a lot of our Hispanic and Caribbean culture. And a lot of times, if you haven't, you know, really been around Caribbean culture, maybe you might not get some things that are kind of taken for granted. And so I just want to give out some tips. Hi, Madeline. Um, For people who are really looking to, you know, join a house or join these traditions, and do so in a proper manner. And there's lots of people out here, a lot of you guys included, who are like really meant to be involved. Hi, Lila. Um, In these traditions and in these cultures, however, we are very different than America. So first off is like when you have a godparent, if you have a good godparent, right, you're going to have a relationship of trust between you and your godparent without trust nothing can happen if you can't trust the person that you're going to call your godparent and you can't trust them with your life then you might want to double check whether or not that person is the right godparent for you okay hi Jackie I hope you don't mind I call you Jackie darling so um you're going to have to find someone who's a proper fit for you as a person. But aside from that, when you're coming into these cultures and you're coming into these types of society, what you have to understand is that we're very familial-oriented. We're very family-oriented. And in these cultures, right, when you have a godparent, You need to have a relationship of trust where you can really trust that person and that person can really trust you. Because without trust, nothing in the spiritual world can happen. Oh, thank you, Blow It Out Lounge. And for all of those of you up in North Jersey looking to get a do done, Blow It Out Lounge, check them out on IG and I believe here on Facebook too. They do good hair. Okay, so I'm always promoting my Godchildren. I have great Godchildren by the way. I've been very, very blessed, very blessed by the mysteries that the people that have they've chosen to work with me and the people that have been chosen by the mysteries to work with me, they're just awesome, brilliant individuals. and a lot of them have had unfortunately like some shitty times with some other people. however, My godchildren are some of the best. I cannot ever complain. And when it comes in these traditions, right, that godparent-god-child relationship has to be based on a relationship of trust. But aside from that, one thing that's very American is, like, basically, if it ain't doing nothing for me, I ain't doing nothing for it, all right? But in reality, in our traditions, OK, when one's godparent does an event, does like a spiritual event, of course, darling, does the spiritual event, does anything we support. We send in to support. If we can't make it, we send in to support because the godparent is expected to be able to pull you out of an emergency if you have an emergency. If you have a problem, it's your on your godparent's back that we say you wrote. Everyone wants to acknowledge the ancestors. Great, let's acknowledge the ancestors, right? The ancestors were wise. They also did things that were not so wise. We all grow and learn, okay? And in that growth and learning, we have to acknowledge that without your godparents, you wouldn't be where you're at. Whether they're good godparents, bad godparents, sometimes some of those people were steps on the path for you to get to where you really belong. The real problem is that it's really hard for you to get yourself a good godparent. Hi, Mish. Um, To get a good godparent because sometimes if you can't see spiritually, if you don't have enough spiritual sight it's easy to get dragged in the wrong direction. And let me tell you something. A godparent should not be threatening you, okay? A godparent, I've heard this over and over and over again, and I'm like, what the hell? Where is this coming from, right? Where people are like, yeah, you know, I was uh, threatened by this person or threatened by this spiritual worker, where they ended up scared because they're threatened by a godparent, etc., etc. Poder hace. As my madrina would say, poder, no habla, poder hace. Which means, for those of you who don't speak Spanish, power doesn't speak, it, it does. There's no need for threats when there's real power, okay? And there's no need for threats, okay? I have never threatened any of my godchildren and never will. Why? Because when someone has true power, there's no need for threats. You just do what you're gonna do and that power shows upon itself, okay? There's no need for threatening of any of that type of nature, okay? But aside from that, In being a good godchild, it also means that you have to be able to take directions. You have to be willing to do your part of the work, right? Because at the end of the day, it's your life. And if you have a good godparent, they want you to live a great one. And sometimes your godparent might get a little upset with you because they're like, we know your potential, okay? A real godparent sees past all your BS and sees your true potential. They see the true you, the essence of who you are. Right? And I know I didn't title this this, but I'm about to go that direction because, you know, Anaisa says what the hell she wants to say. That's just the way it be, okay? And let me tell you, what is essential? What's essential about a person cannot be seen by the physical eyes. Okay? And so I have a good comment here, like, you can't curse the head you bless, godparents can't curse their godchildren, and godchildren can't curse their godparents. But what's essential can't be seen by the physical eyes. And I'm just about to tell you what Anaisa I have to say. Okay? Some of you might like this, some of you might not, but you know, Anaisa never worries about the popularity contest, okay? It's this. A lot of people end up in messed up love relationships over and over and over again because you go by your eyes. Because you go by your eyes, okay? I had someone, right? They're like, Ooh, I want a man. I want a dude. I want a dude's dude. Right? They're like, I want a dude like Ogu. I want a strong dude like Ogu. Right? And so they were caught off guard because they got someone that physically appears to be Ogu. Okay? Physically appears to, you know, be a man's man and Ogu. And That's who they thought they were dealing with, okay? They thought they were dealing with an Ogu, a real dude, okay? And what turned out? What turned out? Let me tell you what turned out, okay? Instead of Ogu, what they ended up with is Karen. What they ended up with is someone who on the outside appears to be Ogu. But on the inside is basically a zili. it's a Karen, okay? It's Karen, it's not a man's man, okay? And this is the reason why so many people end up in messed up relationships, right? Because you cannot go by the outside of a person to analyze them, okay? you can't you have to go in by the inner core but a lot of times the eyes are very deceptive right you've learned to live and interpret the world via your eyeballs and but the eyes can't see the truth the eyes can't see what's essential right and so a lot of times right the man the true man's man and i'm directing this to all my you know, basically my women peoples, my females, right? The true man's man often doesn't appear so on the outside. Strength doesn't have to say it's strong. Salt doesn't have to say it's salty, okay? So a lot of people go after, you know, this dude or this chick, females. It happens with the dudes too, okay? They go after a female or they go after a dude right? Based on a physical interpretation and based on what the eyes can see. And when I say what the eyes can see, I also mean like what the person says to you, the presentation that people give to you. And one thing that I've learned throughout my spiritual years is that the outer presentation very often is a lie. It's a damn lie, okay? It's a lie, lie, lie. And in fact, oftentimes, what we see on the inside is a total opposite. I know a lot of my peoples, a lot of females, you know, they looking for a good dude. A lot of females are looking for, you know, a good dude that has a stable way about him, that's, you know, strong and protective over them, but isn't an abuser, isn't basically a jackass, isn't basically a big fat lie, isn't a cheater, isn't this, isn't that. However, a lot of times, great many deal times, okay, one is deceived by the eyes and one goes on choosing men mm, whose skin bag a.k.a. their body, may appear to give you what you want. But really, they can't give you what you want. They can't give you what you want because it's really just a little girl in a man's body. A lot of these men, unfortunately, have not been uh, raised right. They don't know how to be men. Okay? They don't know how to be a real man. They weren't raised right. They weren't taught. Many of them were raised by a woman. Women can't teach men how to be men. Okay? Just as a man can't teach a woman how to be a woman. Right? So many times, exactly, Alyssa, right? I hope I said that right, or Alisa, right? Many times you go on looking for these dudes, okay? to um, To be something that they're not, okay? A lot of these dudes is mama's boys. They still sucking on the teeth, okay? They still there with a thumb in their mouth, okay? They still living at their mama house, okay? They still on their mama couch, or maybe their homeboy's couch. They still ain't got no job, Okay. And you're like, oh, well, he'll get it together soon. Or because I'm in his life, if he ain't done it yet, he ain't going to do it. All right. Hard truth. If he, he ain't going to do it for you, if he won't do it for himself, he ain't going to do it for you. Okay these people won't even do it for their own kids. I've had seen situation where you got a man living in his mama's house on his mama's couch with 10 kids out there and it's his mama paying all his child support. What the hell is that? What the hell? Okay. I don't understand. Okay. You can't go by those eyes and seeing what is a real man. If you want a real man, you got to go a little deeper. You got to go a little more into the heart, okay, of that. Because I'm going to keep it real straight. And don't blame me for it, okay? Is a lot of these dudes is pussy-ass bitches. Okay? And that's facts. They don't know how to be dudes. They don't know how to take care of themselves. They're still waiting for the world to take care of them. They think they're really entitled to something. Okay? The first thing my my family taught me was, don't nobody owe you shit. Even your mama don't owe you shit. She pushed you out. That was her job. She done. Okay, appreciate that she pushed you out and didn't let your ass die and rot in her stomach, right? But a lot of people think that they're entitled to so much more, okay? If you you find a dude, okay, that he is 30 years old and he ain't giving no money to his mama, he ain't no damn good. Okay? If he's still looking for a mama, he ain't no good. He can't help you. He ain't grown up yet. His balls ain't dropped yet. They ain't let him. Okay? Because what happens, okay, is a lot of these dudes, they coddled. Okay? They really coddled. In my family, I was taught, just like Jackie says right here, don't nobody owe you nothing. Your mama don't owe you nothing. Your pappy don't owe you nothing. So anything that they did for you was above and beyond what they owed you, right? And it's a tough reality for a lot of people, okay? It's a tough reality for a lot of people. I always say, and it's about to mess some people's mind up, okay? I always say this all the time. Sometimes i would be like, damn, I need to make a big old trip with a whole bunch of my women who is looking for real dudes and take y'all down to DR. Yup. Take y'all down to DR where people aren't as coddled and where they have no choice but to grow up. And so you, have, you find men. People who are a little bit more grown up. Just because the skin bag is old, just because the body is old, don't mean he a man. I know 70-year-old men who are more like 15-year-old kids still. And I know 20-year-old men who are more like 70-year-old men. Right? So a lot of these, you know, people, the dudes, they haven't been taught how to be dudes right? They don't know how to be dudes. They don't know how to basically take a woman, treat her right, protect her, help her, you know, and also be strong and also dominate her in the bed and also do all that good stuff, okay? Because you, ain't nobody looking for no weak sauce, okay? Ain't nobody looking for no weak sauce. And, There's a lot of people out here that they haven't suffered enough to learn how to be good people. A lot of y'all, a lot of y'all spiritual people, you're like, you know, I've been through a lot of suffering. And that's what turned you into a good mofo. I'm going to tell you, not everyone turns into a good person in this world. And when you're super spoiled, you're super coddled, everything's been given to you. Okay? You um, don't got the hutchba, You don't got the You don't got the rr. Okay? to so really be someone who is strong and someone who can be a good partner to someone else. Right? And a lot of these men, when they have something good, they can't even recognize it. Okay? So sometimes what you got to do is you got to let go of some of these jokers, okay? And he got to let go of some of these jokers. And you got to go for something that is different. Stop going by your eyeballs, okay? Something that's different than what you know. A lot of times, a lot of people are picking the same damn men over and over and over with different bodies. You pick one little boy, then you go to the next little boy, then the next little boy. The next thing you know, you're 40 years old, you want to have a baby and you can't get one because you've been wasting all this time with little boys. Okay? When you see a man is a little boy, believe that shit. Believe that he's a little boy and keep it pushing, sister. When you see a woman is a little girl, keep it pushing Don't wait for them to grow up. If they ain't grown up yet, you're not going to have them grow up. If their mammy and their pappy is still paying their bills, they're not going anywhere. Okay? So move yourself, okay, on with your life. And guess what? If it's really that serious, guess what? They'll still be on their mammy's couch. You'll still find them right there on their mammy's couch. Okay, so you don't need to do that to yourself. Life is short, it's very short. Okay, you are not their mammy, you are not their daddy. Okay, to be over here training them on how to be dudes. A lot of these dudes and a lot of these females, they don't know how to be good females and they don't know how to be good dudes. And it's because, you know, This whole culture right here is fucked up. And this whole thing of, like, basically constantly coddling people. Let me tell you something, okay? My eldest daughter is 20. It's 20. She just turned 20, okay? And she's been on her own since she was a little bit over 18. Why? Because you gotta learn how to handle your BI. You gotta learn how to handle your own business, right? And the only way for you to learn that is to stand on your own two feet. But a lot of these people, it's so like, um, you know, he just needs a little help. Oh, he needs a little help. You know what helps a lot of people? Sleeping on the street. Sleeping on the street helps a lot of people learn how to be, like, a bit more grown up. Somebody one time, they told me, how do I get my grown son, who's 50 years old, to get a job? I told her how to get her grown son. Buenas, Miss Elie. I told her how to get her grown son to get a job and how to get on his feet. You know what I told him? I said, wait till he goes out one day and change the fucking locks before he comes back. And when he comes back and knocks on the door, tell him, you don't live here no more. Tell him he's 50 years old. Get a job. Let him sleep on the street for a day or two. Okay. He'll get a job. He'll find a way. And at 50 years old, if he still can't make it, darling, you know, Sink or swim. I've been on my own since I was 15. And I swam. I didn't sink. And of course she couldn't do that, right? Because she had been taught to coddle. To coddle and support. Why is it that I constantly meet people that have four and five degrees but ain't got no job? What you doing so many damn degrees for? Half the time, many people don't even work in the degree that they have. Okay? And I see it all the time where, you know, a lot of these boys will be like, Oh, well, I have this business idea. I wanna do this. I wanna do that. I wanna do this. If it's not my dream job, I don't wanna do it. Okay guess what? It's not all dreams. It's not all fairy tales. Okay? Life ain't all dreams and fucking lollipops and and fucking roses and fairy tales. You got to do things you don't like. And the best thing that happened to me, let me tell you, was pretty much all the messed up things that ever happened to me. I just told that to one of my kids the other day I just told that to someone on the phone the other day. I was like, I'm so happy all the fucked up things happened to me. I wish some more fucked up things would have happened to me. That made me great. Because it's not the easy that makes you strong. It's the hard that makes you strong. A lot of these boys, a lot of these girls, because that's what they are, haven't ever had to man up or woman up. They haven't ever had to really stick it out on their own and make a way for themselves. And so then they look for relationships where people are gonna take care of them. And they look for how to use people. I'm telling you, a lot of these little boys A lot of these little girls ain't nothing but users, okay? And they look for people to abuse and take advantage of. And then you end up brokenhearted because you were real. and You were really giving them your heart, okay? And you end up brokenhearted because you were dealing with a joker who was never going to grow up was never going to decide that, hey, it's time for me to grow up. It's time for me to be an adult. It's time for me to, you know, contribute to what I've been taking and taking and taking and taking. So that cut me off of right there. Let's see. Here I'm back. So A lot of times, these things, it can take you off course, right? And dudes and females that aren't grown, they don't care about your time, your heart, your effort, and your life. They don't care about the fact that they're wasting your good time. I see many people, and many people have come here because they wasted too much time on a joker. And now we're rushing to get you somebody to get this resolved for you, bonsoir, bonsoir, um, to get this worked out for you, right? It's not necessary. When you meet a real man, when you meet a real woman, they contribute to your life, and you contribute to their life. The relationship is symbiotic; it works together. Okay, and you have to value yourself, which is what I'm agree. What I was just about to say here, Willow, is you have to value yourself and not let these jokers, okay, take advantage because people will, right? And not go by the eyes, right? Because there's a lot of actual men and actual women out here who are grown men and are grown women, okay? But a lot of times, you may not notice them if what you're used to is going after the same old, same old joke if what you're used to is dealing with people who you are trying to help them grow up, okay? You cannot help a grown man grow up. You cannot help a grown woman grow up. You need to see people for how and what they are before you waste your energy. Hi, Leandra, right? really spend your energy and time really investigating, looking deep into the essential part of that person, okay? Hi, Rafa. Hi, Sir Medusa. So really looking into the essence of that person, right? And it's not easy. I'll tell you, it's not easy. But there are some signs, right? If a person doesn't listen to you, if they don't make an effort to really hear you and be with you, okay, when I say be with you, I mean put their full attention and focus on you when they're with you, okay, you need to really double check what's going on in that relationship, right? You really need to double check who's taking who's giving what's going on because a person that cares about you you don't need to fight for them to care about you if you have to fight for someone to show you some basic respect there's a problem and I've heard of various scenarios of people like fighting to get some respect with relationships and going through the same fights for years and years and years. And you can't make these people grow up. You just can't. Part of the thing for spiritualists, if you're a spiritual person, okay, what's going to help you get it right is going to finding your proper godparents finding the proper person to work with you, to heal you, and to do the right work with you, to get you spiritually aligned and lined up correctly with your spirits, when that happens, you're going to start to make better choices. You're going to start becoming attracted to better dudes and better chicks, better females and better dudes you're not going. You're not going to have to think, "Oh, I have to set some boundaries." When you see the bullshit, you'll be done with the bullshit. Okay? You're not going to put up with the bullshit because you're going to value yourself. A lot of times with spiritualists, which most of you guys who are listening to me are, okay? With spiritualists, we always want to help everybody. But God helps those who helps themselves and you can't help everyone. If you don't wanna help yourself, you don't wanna get off your mama's couch and get a job, then you can't help that man, okay? So a lot of spiritualists fall into the trap of wanting to help every single body, right? Oh, wow, I just hit upon that. Um, Yeah, where you see people in distress like Willow here mentions, you know, she's always giving. And that's the spiritualist thing. We always want to help. We always want to give. We always feel bad. Okay. But you've got to understand that there's a lot of people out here that play on that. There's a lot of these dudes and these holes, okay, on either side, males and females, that are is going to play on that like someone here mentioned, and like I always tell everyone. Jesus can't save you. No one can save you. You have to save yourself. Save yourself, okay? No one can save you. We can help you. We can show you the way to get saved. But you have to choose that you're worth it. And you are worth it, because otherwise, why the hell did God put you here, okay? Don't think that you're here to be people or men or women's doormats. Okay? Because you're not. And just because you're a spiritualist doesn't mean that you're meant to be someone's doormat. Doesn't mean that you're supposed to help people and F yourself. Okay? If you're a proper spiritualist, proper, proper, you shouldn't be effing yourself. You should have people that wanna F you that, okay? There are, like my girl Mambo Tanya said, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be predators on the fact that you are spiritual. They're going to want to use that against you. They're going to want to use the fact that you want to help to give you their sad story. And let me tell you, a lot of people's sad story is caused by them. A lot of people have a sad story because that's what they made of their life. Because otherwise, you tell your sad story and then you tell how the fuck you overcame that shit. You don't sit in it. Yes, bad things happen. And all spiritualists know that okay? Because I'll tell you and I tell everybody all the time, if you ain't had no suffering, you can't be a spiritualist. It's out of your realm, okay? If you ain't had no trials and tribulations, okay, go somewhere else because that's out of your realm. Spiritualists have to go through a lot of suffering in order to understand and help others, okay? But spiritualists, we work our shit out. We take responsibility for what we're responsible for. And let me tell you another thing on that line, okay, is that you're not responsible for everything. You're not responsible for everyone. Because spiritualists, we also take responsibility for a lot of things we ain't responsible for. We take responsibility for other people's mess. Sometimes some spiritualists are like, was I I at fault? Did that happen because I did something wrong? Sometimes the answer is yes. Sometimes the answer is no. Other people are fucked up. Okay? Sometimes it's you. Sometimes it's other people. It's not always you. Okay? Other people do exist and other people do messed up shit. Okay? And as a spiritualist, You're going to need someone that can understand you. And you're a different soul, okay? As a spiritualist, as anyone who has that calling. And I mean this from the smallest calling to the biggest calling. There is no such thing. Don't let nobody reduce your calling, okay? You might be called to be a janitor. But while you're cleaning them floors, you talk to certain people and you touch lives. So don't let nobody reduce your calling because God got a job for everybody. But a lot of spiritualists have the tendency to feel bad for everyone, want to help everyone, and it can get you in a lot of shit. It can get you in a lot of trouble, okay? The real solution to this is developing your spiritual abilities, developing true spiritual sight. And the development of spiritual sight happens over time and in layers. So just because you can see some layers of what's happening doesn't mean that you've totally developed the eyes as we call them. And that's a process. But if you have the right teachers, you have the right mentors, we're gonna make that process happen quick. We ain't got a whole lifetime. We want you to be in the right bed with the right man, with the right woman, doing the right thing and um, breaking mattresses or whatever it is, all right? We're not going to want you to be waiting a whole lifetime to figure it out. So spiritualists, right? Hi, Nina. Um, Spiritualists have a very common trip up in helping the wrong people. You got to develop the eyes. You got to develop the sight to know who it is that you're meant to help, who it is that you're not meant to help. Some people are not meant to be helped. Sometimes when you help the wrong people who are actually being taught a karmic lesson, you bring that shit onto yourself. You make a mess in your own life trying to help someone involved in a karmic lesson and you get in the way of karma, and next thing you know, your own shit's kind of like fucked up. And you're like, what the hell? What is going on here? But it's really, hey, ¿cómo está candelo? Um, a lot of times you're like, why is my shit messed up? And the reason your shit is messed up is because some of them people, the reason that they're going through the shit that they're going through is because they're going through a karmic lesson. You don't need to get in the middle of that and put that on your back. But let me tell you, when they're going through the lesson, hey, they're going to say to you, oh, my, my, pobre me, poor me, poor me, I'm so sorry, oh, and they're going to give you the sob story. Because you're a spiritualist, very often you're going to be like, I want to go help right but if you haven't developed the eyes you're gonna get yourself mixed up in someone's mess that ain't got nothing to do with you and you're gonna bring that problem onto yourself don't become basically your man or your woman shouldn't be your project they're not your project for you to fix okay if you gotta fix that shit when you first bought that shit you better take that shit back to walmart okay what it look like i'm gonna buy something broken from walmart and then basically pay full price and now that i uh, fix that too before i ever use it no that don't make any sense okay to the parent of an adult using the excuse that you never give up on your child okay you asked a good question here lori did is that what do I say to a parent of an adult child who always wants to clean their messes up using the excuse that you never give up on your child? Okay, so keep them a child. And forever, they'll be a child. They'll always be a child because they're, you're always there cleaning up their messes. You're not allowing them to be an adult, okay? What I tell parents who are cleaning up their messes of children is put them out. Put them out yesterday. Will they find somewhere? They'll figure it out. Everyone has to. You have no choice to figure it out, okay? It doesn't matter that that person is always going to be your child, okay? You have to say no because children will take advantage of you. I have a godson that told me something very wise and wise beyond his own self, okay? And what he said is basically, you know, I might be these child's parent, but once they're an adult, they're like any other dude or woman in the street. They're an adult. That doesn't mean that they're not going to use me. That doesn't mean that they're not going to try to manipulate me. That doesn't mean that they're not going to try to abuse me. Because at the end of the day, your child are not your child. People are people. And a lot of people are selfish. And the more you've spoiled that child, very likely the more self-centered and selfish that child is. Okay? I am not here to set up my children for failure. I'm here to set up my children for success. And I cannot set up my children for success if I don't take them out into the storm. If I don't let them go in the storm, they cannot be successful because the the storm will come. It always comes and they don't know how to weather it. And one day you will die and they won't be able to handle the fact that there's a little rainstorm. Okay? You have, like my girl said right here, okay, you know, everyone's quick to save someone, but doesn't know the whole story. You know, you need to really go deep into it. And yeah, a lot of people don't like how I say how people should deal with their children but guess what I'm from the Dominican Republic and I really don't give a damn where the hell you what the hell you like okay because in DR once you get to like 12 and 13 you're starting to contribute back to your family you're not sitting there on your couch all day watching TV and watching Netflix and eating fucking bonbons and shit meanwhile all the adults are out there working and busting their ass and you over there it's two o'clock in the afternoon and you're still sleeping. And I've seen this time and time again where people call me and they're like, yeah, my 30-year-old son, he sleeps till three in the afternoon. I go to work all day and then I have to wash his clothes and I have to do this and I have to do that, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay? What the hell? If you're 30 years old and you're on my couch, you better be Molly motherfucking mate okay? You better be maids. I better come home. There better be a full-cooked meal. I better have a massage. You know, you better run my bath water. You got to do a lot of stuff because you got to earn your keep because the earth ain't free. Nothing in the earth is free. And when you overcompensate and taking care of your children, you're not helping them. You're setting them up for failure, okay? You're setting them up to not be able to handle life without you. And we we won't always be here. Like, I tell my kids all the time, I gave my kids a death gift. Yeah. And my kid, I'm, you know, I'm old, but I'm not that old. So I gave, yeah, they do. They throw you out. Um, I gave my kids a death gift because you got to remind these kids, I'm not always going to be here. I'm not always going to be here to take care of you. And if I'm not here, somebody else might not do shit for you. And learning the lesson at 50 years old is way more difficult than learning that lesson at 18. When you're 18, you a little young, you got, you got some bounce back. Okay, you got some bounce back. But when you're 50 years old, let me tell you, you can't bounce back so quick. It's not so easy to bounce back, hey, boo-boo, hey, ritual remedies, right? We are unfortunately raising young men and women that can't deal like what my girl here says, that can't deal with life. They have to run away from life, okay? They're too scared. They're too scared to confront life and confront people and confront their problems. And that's not what a parent is here for neither is that what a godparent is here for. Anyone who is on this will tell you, and anyone who's on this who is my godchildren will tell you that I set up my godchildren to be extremely independent. I don't make my godchildren dependent. I make my godchildren independent, just like I do my children. Okay? Just like I do my children, I make my godchildren independent. I train the shit out of my godchildren so that my godchildren can deal with all types of shit in life. Okay? Like someone here mentions, I and I've seen it too, People take care of their kids their whole life, but since that kid is so spoiled, that kid has been so spoiled throughout the whole entirety of their life, when it comes time for that kid to take care of their parent, they throw that parent right in the nursing home. And let me tell you, in Spanish people' world, that's blasphemy. That shit is blasphemy as blasphemy can be. Hey, my girl, Takasha, right? We don't put people in nursing homes, okay? I would tell you, someone said parents need to stop being their children's friend. They sure do. I Sometimes I'm their friend. Sometimes I'm their enemy. But if it takes me, if I'm a real parent and it takes me being your enemy in order for you to be able to stand on your own two feet and succeed, that's real love. Real love doesn't enable failure. Real love doesn't enable people so that they can't handle themselves. Real love wants to empower their children. And I understand a lot of times, you know, you're spiritual, you're soft-hearted, and your kids, they're going to play on that. They're going to play on that soft heart, okay? And that you want to do right, da-da-da-da-da. Stop looking for these other American people to tell you how to do shit right. Look at them. They're fucked up. How can they tell you? They're living messed up. All these people have all these problems. Okay? So I wasn't raised in that way. I was taught, like, basically, you got to stand on your own two feet as soon as possible. Okay? And you, by the time your kid is 30 or 40, he needs to be paying you back. That's how it works in Spanish people world. That's how it works in DR. By the time your kid is 30, 40 years old, by the time your kid is 50 years old, he should be paying you back. You already paid. Now it's time for them to pay you. Yeah, that's how it works. It's a harsh reality. It's a harsh reality when, you know, life is such a spoiled life. I just went and saw my grandmother, right? Not just before today, in these days, right? Because I just went and saw my grandmother. She's uh, 82. And before I left, I went and got myself a stack of cash. And my daughter was like, what you got that stack of cash for? Right? And I said, because... um, I owe a bill to grandma? And they're like, you owe a bill to grandma? And I'm like, yeah, she gave my father life, which gave me life. So therefore, she's old, so it's my job to take care of her. That's the bill, okay? Once you get grown and your parents, at least in Spanish people world, as I was raised, Okay, once you get grown and you you reach 30, 40, you need to start contributing to those people who took care of your little ass when they, you know, were old. They took care of you, they're, you're here, right? You, they're here, they took, they sacrificed for you, right? But if these kids aren't put to work, if these kids aren't put to stand on their own two feet, they don't know what it is to sacrifice. They don't know what it is to sacrifice for someone else. And when you have your kid and he's 20 and 30 and 40 years old and he's still on your couch, you set him up for failure. You set her up for failure, okay? You set them up for failure and guess what? Now you're throwing that 20, 30 year old boy out into the world, and then you wonder why females can't find a good man. Can't find a good man because, you know, you set up your son or your daughter to not be a real man or a woman. They're still a girl or a little boy, okay? If the family is a messed up family, that's all the more reason why you're gonna go ahead and you're gonna stand up on your own two feet, right? You, If the family is a messed up family, as far as like, if you're asking me that, as far as do you pay them back? Messed up or not, you wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be here if those people didn't sacrifice their life to take care of you. Whether you agree with how they did it or how they didn't do it, in Spanish people world, that's not even the question. The question is, you're here. And you're here because somebody took care of your little ass when you couldn't eat when you couldn't pay the light bill they provided you heat they provided you blankets they provided you love and care and maybe if they didn't maybe they abused you but you're here because of them i'm not saying if you're on your own and your parents weren't there at all and they didn't raise you then they weren't your parents Your parents were the people who raised you. You can honor them. You can be like, thank you for giving me life, but you don't owe them. They didn't owe you, okay? I'm very straightforward. I owe those people who sacrificed for me, those people who put the sweat off their back for me. They woke up at five in the morning for me, okay? And for themselves, but they also did so for me. I benefited from that, okay? and these kids these days okay they don't understand that basically there's a time that you take and there's a time that you give and in american culture everything is you know use them up and throw them away but in hispanic culture up until Everyone's starting to want to be an American. That wasn't the way things were done. Hey, sweet Senka. Okay. And so, yeah. So when it comes to like these kids, these, you know, These youngins, set your kids up for success so that they can be grown men and women, so that when there's a a relationship that can be had, they can be man up, they can woman up, and really give a real relationship to someone, okay? For some reason I have this little thing on my IG saying that I only have a minute and some change left. So if suddenly I'm like disappeared on the IG, y'all know why. All right. But this will be continued here on the Facebook if you see me in the Facebook with my same name. Okay. So we have to provide for these children, not just because government ain't going to do it not just the education, but the skill set to deal with life, okay? Yeah, here we have someone who, you know, they they were taught by their husband how to be a woman, right? And if you have a good man and you have a good woman, they are going to help teach you. But let's start providing, like, the good stuff for the beginning ah oh, they only give me an hour on the IG I didn't know that y'all y'all gotta tell me these things you know I'm old anyway so that'll get posted eventually over there i will continue with my Facebook friends on that so when it comes to you know relationships going back to that relationships You have to, I really, I always tell people like, go deep, go deep into that person. Don't just take the surface. Try to go deeper. Try to understand more and more. How people treat other people tells you a lot. How people treat other people that they don't think they need or that they can use for something teaches you a lot about people. Well, Maribel, everybody ain't going to like you. So as I always tell people, you're here for bigger things than to be liked. You know, everybody ain't going to like you, but God didn't push you to be here to be liked by everybody. But, you know, in these things with relationships, there's a lot of these men and women. They're not men and women. Okay? There's a lot of metrezili's hiding in ogul bodies. There's a lot of, you know, um, men, people who appear to be men, but are actually like, you know, little Karens walking around. And people who appear, appear to be women, but are still, you know, little Karens walking around. And I'm so sorry for whoever's got that name, but... Um, And who haven't really learned how to be men and women. And so they can not provide you that good relationship that you need, right? A man is straight up. You might not like what the man has to say, but he comes at you straight up. You might not agree with him. You might not like his form, but he's real with you someone who's who tries too much to please you you gotta be careful because these people they vagabonds. these days with less and less real men and women being produced by society okay less and less real men being produced by society you know you have to be careful be careful who you give your heart to. Be careful how quick you judge people. Okay. Cause a lot of times there's some people, I've seen it all the time, they're like, oh, he's not, he's not a real man. He's not manly enough for me. But when I'm like, yeah, the spirits say go with that one, and they do, they're like, Oh my God, wow. He he didn't seem like that, but he was a man in the bed and he was a man everywhere else. And, you know, I judged him wrong. Okay. You can't judge people by the book. You know, you can't judge a book by its cover, as they say. But that's what you've been taught to do because your eyes teach you to do that. Like your eyes are actually set to look at things and think you know, right? And the sun is kind of coming in on me little by little. Rude. Thank you, son. Anyway, so you have to be careful because there's just a lot of these people perpetrating. They be perpetrating that they, they a dudes, That they a dude's dude. they They're tough. You know, they're not a Karen. But really, they're just a Karen. Really. They're just, you know, Karen stuck in a dude's body. <laughs> or, you know, there's a lot of females out here that, haven't learned how to be women. And sometimes that's the fault of, you know, people's parents, their mother, you know, and they haven't learned, you haven't learned how to choose good men and how to really see through the bullshit. So I'll give you, if you have any last little questions, you know, it's getting hot in here. So I'm about to end this in a little minute or two but I thank all of you guys for joining me here. I know that I said like, this is about, you know, being a good God child, but you know, sometimes the spirits take this their own way, right? Um, <laughs> um, sometimes the spirits take these conversations in their own way, and which is why I love, you know, doing these live with you guys, because it's very different. It's very different doing this live with you guys for the longest time. I would videotape these beforehand and then post them up. But I really enjoy the interaction with you guys. And, you know, you know, what I say is, if you're having a problem and, you know, you're having these problem, keep picking the wrong dudes. Keep on picking the wrong females right? We're here to help. Reach out, get a session. We can help you. I fix this shit every day. It's something that we really deal with. And because you can't be a happy woman being with a little boy. And you can't be a happy man being with a little girl. It just doesn't work. And you're most welcome to all of you guys, you're most welcome and I'm glad that you heard this. And I'm gonna give you guys a little preview to what my next topic is gonna be. My next topic is gonna be, we, in our ATRs, I've seen this a lot recently, a big influx of this recently. In our ATRs, you're most welcome money Um, In our ATRs, you do not need to work with the chakras. You do not need to work with chakra. Chakra, 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 okay? In our ATRs, we actually have our own internal system, okay? We have our own system, but unfortunately, a lot of people have not been taught this yet, and it has not been Like, it hasn't been expounded upon because a lot of people who are entering the ATRs, they have not um, been raised in it. And it's part of our most secret parts of our work. But we have a very powerful healing ways and a system that works that is not chakra-based. And I'm going to get into that in our next uh, live thing. All right? And hi, hi and you're most welcome. And yeah, um, yeah, you brought it as a great point, Jackie. And I'm gonna get into that because see, we have our own stuff, okay? We are African traditional religions. We are ancient. We have our own systems, right? And chakras are a Hindu system that's actually much newer than some of our ancient systems. But a lot of people, they are, unfortunately, because you can't find what you need to know, some people are mixed-matching just because they need help. And some people are doing it purposefully. Some people aren't trained. Some people don't know any better. It's many reasons. It really doesn't matter the reason. But the fact is that we have our own healing systems and our own internal maps. Okay, our chakra system is a map. So we have our own maps to the world. And I would really love for more of our work to really be featured out there because our work works. I'm a living testament, okay? And yeah, you can work with it until you learn the right way, right? So there's many ways to skin a cat, I always say, but it's always good. It's always good to like know, you know, what is the real root of what your stuff is? And so you can work with it until you learn the right way but really it's going to like blow your brains out blow your mind when you realize that we have our own way and our way is very powerful okay so powerful that I'm gonna just say this last thing before I go so powerful that I had to go to India and set up a temple where chakras come from okay And I have a whole temple running over there in India, okay, because they need our work. They need what we got. And there's a reason for that. And I've made many trips to India to do that. So many blessings to all of you. Thank you guys for being here. You know, wishing you guys all the best. Be Bilolo today. For all the Petru, tutluasayu. For all of you. a la misericordia. And let's meet on the other side at some point. God bless. Ta-ta for now. Ciao. Thank you.